Welcome to the Lend Academy podcast, episode number 121. This is your host, Peter Renton, founder of Lend Academy and co-founder of Lendit. Today's podcast is sponsored by Fundrise. Fundrise investors earned over 10.8% average annualized returns during the second quarter of 2017. That's approximately 50% higher than a typical diversified peer-to-peer lending portfolio. How? Fundrise is the first investment service that makes the benefits of private market real estate investing available to everyone online. You can begin with as little as $500.00. Go to www.fundrise.com slash lendacademy to find out more. Today on the show, we're doing something a little bit different. This is our Lendit Europe preview show. The Lend Academy team is going to be heading to Europe very shortly, and we wanted to give everybody a preview of not just what's to come on the show, but what we're seeing in Europe today, what are some of the themes, what are some of the trends that's happening in Europe today. So I wanted to bring my colleagues, Ryan Lichtenwald and Todd Anderson on. The three of us have been putting together the Lend It Europe agenda over the last several months. And so we wanted to get them on the show, talk about the event, how you can get the most out of it, and what are the trends we are seeing. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast, Ryan and Todd. Thanks for having me, Peter. Glad to be here again, Peter. Okay. So before we sort of dig into Lend It Europe, the event, I want to just talk a little bit about the, the state of play in, uh, in fintech today in Europe. And maybe you could start with you, Todd, and just sort of, as we've been putting this, you know, this event together, what stood out for you as some of the, the trends in European fintech today? Thanks, Peter. I think um, overall, there's a few main trends that I see. Um, that we've tried to highlight not only on the agenda, but I think you'll see permeate throughout the event. And that is traditional banks becoming bigger players in the fintech arena, as well as open banking and, and PSD2. And, and then more recently, what you've seen is is kind of the focus on cybersecurity. So I think of the many topics that we'll be covering at the event and many themes that we'll be hitting on, I think those three in particular are kind of the the things of of focus that we've really tried to highlight throughout the agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you'll see that recent hacks of uh, Equifax and other areas have led to a refocus on cybersecurity. I think there's been some focus in the past, but I think that's refocused people on, um, you know, kind of protecting data, protecting customers' information. And then back to the first point I mentioned was, you know, I think the, the banks are really beginning to take note of what fintech players are doing. And so they've become more involved. And now that open data and open banking with PSD2 is coming, I think you'll see that everybody has that on their mind when it comes into effect in 2018. And I think you'll hear a lot about it at the conference and in conversations for people at the conference as well. Okay. Ryan, what about you? What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, coming out of uh, last year with Brexit, there was there's obviously a lot of uncertainty, you know, especially around this sector. And I think, you know, we found that, you know, for the most part, companies weren't affected. We've seen, you know, a lot of companies in the industry actually accelerate growth. You know, Funding Circle comes to mind with their recent uh, reporting of their 
2016 financials, which is really interesting, shows that, you know, they're doing quite well. You know, Zopa in the last year has come out um, that they're going to be launching a bank. And then, you know, beyond that to many of the other players in the industry, you know, the FCA has authorized, you know, many, many companies in the industry. So that I think is a big, big piece. And then to kind of, you know, just go along with, you know, what, what Todd said, you know, PSD2 is becoming, you know, a, a really hot topic, which, which we'll cover further. But that, that's kind of, um, you know, one thing that, that comes to mind for me. Right. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, like Brexit is something that, you know, we, I think many, many of us thought it was going to be a lot worse than it has been. And it really is not, it's not proving to be as big of a disaster, at least not yet. I mean, who knows what the long-term ramification is going to be, but certainly in the short term, it, it hasn't, the, the company seem to be weathering the storm. And the other, other, the other thing that I would echo is that I, one of the things that I'm always really impressed with, uh, the European, you know, digital banks and in particular in the UK where you've got so much innovation happening, like the consumer now has, you know, more choices, and that's even going to become more so once PSD2 comes. And I think where we, I really believe that, you know, that we're going to see sort of a real kind of increase in the breadth and depth of offerings, you know, through a mobile app in the digital banking space. I think it's, I think it's actually really exciting. I wish the US would actually, you know, be able to keep up in some ways with Europe, but, uh, but that hasn't been the case. That actually segues into my next, uh, my next question. You know, we put on three events a year in the, in the US, uh, Europe and China, and all three of us are deeply involved in each of those events. And so I'm curious to, to get your take. And maybe Ryan, we can start with you as far as what is different in uh, in Europe than the U.S. and China. Yeah, so I guess I, I'd certainly say that the the industry in Europe is is smaller scale. You know that's been true for you know since the industry really got started. But you know on that point though, they are the regulation in Europe is is far far ahead of you know where we are in the the U.S. and certainly. You know, in China, I think when I think about the industry in Europe, I, it, it kind of feels like, you know, looking into the future of what, you know, fintech could be in the U.S., right, with, you know, some of these firms, you know, launching banks and adding on services and, and partnerships to expand functionality. And we see a lot of that in Europe. So that's that's kind of what I, what I view as, you know, two of the major, major differences. Mm-hmm. Todd, what about you? Yeah, yeah. I have always thought of the European market as more, like Ryan said, it's a smaller scale, but I feel as if it's more structured. You know, the regulators are a lot more proactive. I think they've put better markers, so to speak, around the industry. Uh, while you have in the U.S., there was, uh, you know, people trying to achieve scale and they're kind of coming back from that after some issues cropped up in the U.S. In China, you have consistent and just massive scale. Uh, in Europe, I think it's been a consistent, more consistent, slower growth, but I think it's been a, you know, a more structured growth over time. And I think you know, the regulators have played a big part into that. I think there hasn't been this, this wide breadth of a scandal uh, that you've seen maybe in some other markets. And I think companies have been better able to you know, grow smaller but steadily over time, and there hasn't been this insatiable appetite in some of the other markets to reach certain scale, 
they've been more of a structured, slow, kind of getting to where they want to be. And now you're starting to see some bigger players in the space reach some great milestones. And so I've always seen that market as, as while smaller, uh, I think certainly a lot more structured than, than some areas of the world. And I think that gives it a lot of benefits. And I think you might even see some of those benefits you know, come back to them in, in, in future years since they've kind of built this up in a, in a more methodical way than, say, the U.S. or, or even the China market. Right, right. I agree. I mean, you talk to um, companies in the U.K., the CEOs in the U.K., they're not going to say that like, they, they will never publicly criticize the regulators, although they, they always would like it to be better and different. But, you know, I, I look at sort of the U.K. environment where you've got the FCA as sort of the main regulator, you know, you see, there's, and there's like a competition authority, but it's really the FCA is what, what, what companies have to deal with for the most part. Compared to the US, for example, where you've got the OCC, the SEC, the FDIC, and then not to mention all the different states, and it's it's really challenging regulatory-wise. I feel like we've, we've created this system in the US that is too complex to really be beneficial, really to be... Yeah, yeah. I feel like they, in some ways they should just throw it all out and start over, but that's obviously not going to happen. But you look at look at the UK model, and I often am quite envious of uh, of how simple that uh, that system is. And I think that really we are seeing it now in the innovation in fintech. I think there where there's there's more ideas getting scale, more different kinds of ideas getting scale in in the UK than uh, than I would say even in the US. And China's its own animal, and obviously it's got. The scale there is just is just staggering, and uh, you know, they've they've got their own regulatory challenges. But Europe, I'm, I often think it's it's you know they've got many advantages, and I th- many of many many companies will not realize it. But certainly in uh, in the US, we have we have challenges on the regulatory front. Anyway, I want to segue back into into the actual event itself, Linda Europe. Start, it's on October 9th and tenth, coming up here pretty quickly. So, Todd, why don't you give the listeners a little bit of a, a, f- a framework about the event, how it's put together, and what attendees can expect? Sure. So, similar to the way that we structured the event last year, each morning of both the 9th and 10th, we'll kick off with our keynotes. And these are our what we see as the, the biggest topics, the most interesting you know, speakers. And this is what the mornings are focused on, both the 9th and 10th. In the afternoon, after we have lunch, we move into traps. Uh, so we break up the event, the idea being let's focus a little bit more on specific areas. For example, digital banking, credit and underwriting, you know, policy and regulation, innovations in lending. So it really takes a bit of a deeper dive in the afternoon. So each day is broken up into three different tracks. Along with that, we also have what we're calling the announcements and demo stage, as well as our pitch a competition. So really there's a, a plethora of content that you can go to both in the morning that's focused more on bigger, forward-looking, you know, the hottest topics. And then the afternoons, when you look at the agenda, it's really how do we dig a little bit deeper? How do we get into issues that affect specific companies in specific segments of the fintech space. And so I think it really lends itself to, you know, allowing the audience to see different speakers and different levels of understanding and gives them a good flavor as to really what's going on in fintech today in all different facets of the event. 
Okay. Okay. And then Ryan, what about networking? What are some of the, the things that we have for attendees as far as, as far as networking goes? Yeah. So obviously we have the, the expo hall and, and we're in the same venue as the, as last year. Uh, so it's a big, big space. And then we also have, which I'm really excited about. We, we first launched uh, Brella, which uh, is integrated within the Lendit app at uh, Lendit USA. We, we first launched that and it's this one-on-one networking tool that really kind of is the best way that we found that attendees can network with one another, schedule times, manage your calendar, et cetera. So it's much easier than, you know, simply sending emails. So I'm personally, you know, really excited about bringing that to Europe. You know, I think I, I encourage everyone to download that and, and sign up. Make sure you in the link your LinkedIn profile and, and um, add Brella. So th- those are kind of the opportunities that, that we have for networking at the conference. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about some of the individual sessions here because we, we, we have got, obviously, there's, there's many, many sessions to attend, but I wanted to you know, get your sense, both of you guys, as far as what are some of the things that you're looking forward to? What are, what are some of the, the individual sessions that you think are, are going to be highlights? Well, let's start with you, Todd. Sure. So I think, the, as I mentioned earlier, the, the playing in the fintech sector from the more, the more traditional banks, I think, is something that you'll see a, a fair amount of at the conference. And so first, though, we kick off with Imran Gulam Husinwala of Ernst & Young. Uh, and he's going to be talking about the open banking revolution. And so he's specifically been working on helping the UK government. He is the trustee of the open banking implementation entity. And so he's been helping the UK government get the UK market ready for PSD2 and open banking. So that is really, I think, a good table setter for the event. And it'll kind of give that audience a, a, a more deeper knowledge of what PSD2 might mean. And as we've talked to Imran before, he's really helped some of these other markets in Europe potentially you know, handle the effects of PSD2 as well. Then moving into uh, late morning, we have a new initiative launched by uh, a big European bank, ABN AMRO, and they're launching this new SME lending platform that's going to be all digital. So the way they're viewing it is kind of a fintech company within a big bank. And so this is uh, one of the bigger themes at the event is that banks are becoming a bigger part of fintech. You'll see that with a couple of the other sessions we have as well, which is some of the largest small business lenders in the UK which is features a few banks, as well as how big banks are approaching a new connected world. So really, it's giving the audience that understanding of not only how the startups and the fintechs are playing in the market, but also how do these incumbents either handle fintech, build fintech, or even work with the startups to really give the customers, whether they're small businesses or consumers, just a really uh, more seamless digital experience when they're looking at banking in general. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So, Ryan, what are the things you're looking forward to most? Yeah, so I'm big on uh, the partnerships. So we have two sessions, one on the partnership with Ox Money and, and, and 26. So looking forward to that one. And then as well, Tide and Awaka. You know, these are some of the biggest partnerships we've seen in the last year. And so we're highlighting them. And I'm really interested in, in hearing kind of how those partnerships were formed. You know, that, that continues to be, you know, a key theme as of late. So that's, that's one. The second one I'm looking forward to is, is we're doing this session on KYC and AML. 
on automating it. And I think, you know, kind of as we went through building out this session, and as Todd kind of alluded to earlier with like the, the Equifax hack, you know, these are companies that are going to not necessarily prevent it from happening, like a hack happening from the first place. We've seen, you know, biggest, the biggest firms, you know, in, in the world are susceptible to these hacks, but what can you do to protect after the fact? And so some of these companies that we're going to be featuring, you know, have, have built some tools, you know, to help with that process and automating, you know, KYC and AML. Some of them are working with some big banks. So curious to hear some of the innovations happening there. I think it's, it's really timely. And then on the RegTech side, you know, this is kind of more of a newer topic for us as we kind of, you know, approach uh, covering wider fintech. And we have a mix of different perspectives. You know, someone with global perspective uh, can talk about the market in the US, Europe more widely. And then, you know, we have someone who's going to be talking about kind of how RegTech startups can work with big banks. I mean, that's certainly um, interesting as, as a lot of these firms you know, traditional financial institutions look to be more efficient. So I think that'll be interesting as well. And then as well, as some other executives who have experience in compliance. And then I would say generally, I'm, I'm interested in hearing kind of what some of the big banks have to say. This is, you know, one of the first times we've really brought some of the big banks into the fold. So curious to hear their perspective. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I should give you my highlights of what I think are going to be some of the most interesting sessions. I'm going to lead with probably the biggest name in uh, in fintech that we have at the event, uh, Renaud Laplanche, the CEO of Upgrade and the former CEO and co-founder of Lendy Club. And, you know, he, he's actually going to be, he's the first person ever to do a keynote. He will be at all three events. He's done a keynote in, in China. He's obviously done many, many keynotes at Lendit USA. And he's coming over. I mean, obviously he's European. He's from France, but he's coming over and will be, you know, talking about sort of where, where online lending is going, some of the things that he's working on, which are really, really interesting. So that's going to be a fascinating conversation kicking off day two. Um, we also have, you know, Anthony Jenkins, the former CEO of Barclays and the current uh, CEO of 10X uh, Technologies. He's going to be sitting down with Eileen Burbage, the sort of the UK fintech envoy, and they're going to be talking about AI and artificial intelligence is something that will be, we have several sessions on and it will actually be weaved, um, I think, throughout the event as well. But, you know, Anthony Jenkins is quite passionate about this and will be talking about some of the, the, the misconceptions that people have and how this is going to impact not just financial services, but our entire lives in the future. He's got some really interesting thoughts to share there. Another one, we have probably one of the most talked about fintech companies in all of Europe is Revolut. And, you know, they are very, very fast growing. They're almost at a million customers. And we got the CEO and founder of Revolut is going to be on stage on day two. And I'm very excited to sort of hear what he has to say. And then we have we have several of the panels. I mean, I like the, the biometrics panel is one that I want to highlight. You know, we just had this whole... You know, recently, the launch from Apple of their new iPhones that are using facial recognition, and you know, obviously had the thumb, the thumbprint, uh, sort of for, for a long time, and how how this is going to impact you know uh, identity, identity and fraud and that sort of thing. I feel like that's it's a real practical kind of application of technology that can really you know help whether you're an online lender or, or a digital bank or what have you. But you know, biometrics, I believe, is 
going to become entrenched in finance. It already is to some extent, but it's going to become even more so as as time goes on. So those are those are some of the some of the sessions I'm looking forward to. There's many many more. I think every single session is going to be fantastic, but uh, obviously I'm I'm probably somewhat biased there. Okay, well let's just close it up with um, some final thoughts. I mean how. How are people going to get the most out of the out of the event, uh, Ryan? Why don't you just sort of give us a little bit of a, you know, just just let, let us know with the, those attendees that are listening, you know, how they're going to really get the most out of their two days. Yeah, so I would reiterate downloading the the app. You know, it's live now for everyone registered for the event, so you can kind of get a jump start on preparing your meetings and, and scheduling them. Uh, so highly highly recommend that. And then you know, just looking at the app, going on our website, the agenda is available for everyone to view. So start planning out your sessions. And um, I think that will you know, help you make the most, most out of your time while, while at the event. Okay. Any, any final thoughts, Todd? Yeah. I mean, just to, to reiterate, I think you know, planning out your conference uh, can really help to get the most out of the event. So trying to set up as many meetings, trying to bookmark as many sessions as possible. And I think what you'll see from the event is, you know, customers today are beginning to get more power and have a lot more information than maybe they have in the past when it comes to banking and and finance. And I think you'll hear throughout the agenda and the event about how much more that's going to change in the coming year with PSD2 and other uh, regulatory changes. So I think, you know, making sure that you, you know, take the time to hear from some of the leaders in the market and, and how to best understand and position yourself for future years. Um, I think there's a lot to, to get out of the event. And, um, you yeah, know, we look forward to seeing you in about a week. Yep. Okay. Well, on that note, I thank you guys for coming on, sharing your thoughts. And uh, yes, we will be seeing everybody October 9th and 10th in London. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Okay. See ya. Just one more note on the app. So we are not having a printed agenda this year at Lender Europe. We are going completely digital. We feel like it's a it's a better experience for everybody. You know, there's been some last minute changes, and obviously, if you had a printed agenda, that would not be reflected on there. It is going to be reflected on the app, and so I feel like that will be the the best way for everybody to find out exactly what's going on, find out details of all the speakers, the session descriptions, everything is on the app. So if you're coming to Lender Europe make sure you download it. And then, you know, I know we're going to be publishing this just a few days before Lend It Europe, but there are still going to be tickets available. And if you decide at the last minute you want to come, make sure you use the Lend Academy VIP discount code. That will get you 15% off. Anyway, on that note, I will sign off. I very much appreciate you listening and I will catch you next time. Bye. Today's podcast was sponsored by Fundrise. Fundrise is the first private market real estate investment platform available to everyone, that is, accredited and non-accredited investors. I've been investing myself since 2015, and we had the CEO of Fundrise, Ben Miller, on the podcast back in episode 110. You can begin with as little as $500. Go to www.fundrise.com slash lendacademy to find out more.